listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Bother with paying homage to forefathers See the future like the car show floor models Both feet in the snow so that my core follows We don't mourn for the dead, nigga, we pour bottles Drown sorrows, ocean blue Murcielago Started with Similac powder in a baby bottle Yeah, the formula is warning ya Crack kills, offerings to the coroner Kill my eldest brother, nigga, I be damned Gator at my mama house, welcome to Zombieland A hustler's paradise, a lucky paradise Down 40, but a streak will have you square by night Didn't batter eye at it, kept the poker face Cause the batter eye at it had the coca base When you get to heaven's door, they won't hold a space If you numb like the flesh on a smoker's face It's no feeling like your bitch chin chilling right You in Italian leather and you full willing right You know you up when you can count a quarter million right And if you down, you can sling it like a pillow fight I'm a wizard at it, nigga here's the magic Make a small town fill, I threw a blizzard at it Get the green from the scale like a lizard had it Bear witness as I unveil this instant classic Yes, my God My God My God Yes, my God my God. Yes. I wanna rock right now. I'm rock based and I came to get down. I'm not internationally known, but I'm known to rock the microphone because I get stupid. I mean outrageous. Stay away from me if you're contagious. Achoo. Hey, welcome to the Black Outers oh, podcast. Stay away from me, Dean. Don't be sneezing. Mm-hmm. That's what he was talking about. He had the AIDS. Um, welcome to the Black Tips Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. We're back in the house on Saturday morning for a feedback edition of the podcast. Yep, yep. Um, and it's live on Ustream right now. Yes, it is. If, uh, you know, you should be following my tweets. If you follow my tweets, then you know that I'm trying to drum up people to get in the chat room and stuff. And we got a couple people in the chat room. So, you know, definitely shout out to, uh, Phenom Black, Black and Larian and M. Denise Trotter and, uh, Defrano, he was up in there. So, uh, I think Connect Duke was in there, but I don't know if he had to leave or something. But, yeah, I appreciate everybody, uh, that, uh, definitely, uh, came through. Um, and let's go ahead and get into some podcasting now. This podcast is called What Karen? This podcast is called The yeah. Black Guy Who Tips. Right. And you can find us all Oh, I thought it was places. a trick question. That's why I was thinking, like, am I supposed to say something? Well, well, you can find this podcast all kinds of places, Karen. Yes, where, you can. Where all can you find us? You can find this podcast on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, and Stitcher Radio. You can reach us at theblackguywhotips.com, and you can email the show at theblackguywhotips at gmail.com. Well, don't run through it. What kind of stuff can you do at theblackguywhotips.com, Karen? You can create forms. Oh, wait. I could I could go in there create my own form? Yes. No, I don't think so. I think oh. you can register for the form. Yes, I'm my bad, y'all. <laughs> you can create your own username for the form if you want yes. to. What, but can I only, I have to like get my own email and start a new 
uh, form account where you start a new email account just so I can no, post on the No, no, you can um, basically use your Twitter account like I oh, did. Oh, okay, so I can okay. sign up with my Twitter account. Yes, and, and go in straight and log in as your Twitter account, and you can interact with each other. You can make comments on the posts that we have for each episode. You can make comments with each other, and a lot of people have um, been checking the site out. We thank you very much for that, guys. What if I love the show so much? That I, and I want y'all to succeed and I want y'all to do well and be able to, to have nice things and pay for all the shit that it costs to do the show. How can I help the show out? Is there a way on the site to even do that? Yes, on the front page of the Black Eyes and Tips, there's a donation button. You can donate into any increment um, you want. We also have our recurring um, donations, but we uh, come and touch your bank account every month. And, yeah, uh, what if I'm too I'm too busy, Karen? There's too much shit going on. Okay, I have I wanted to help the show out, but I don't have time to remind myself when I get paid to give some money to Rod and Karen. This is too much. Is there a way where I could just set it up where I could just take it out of my account and I don't even have to think about it again because I got so much money? I don't even balance my checkbook, Karen. Okay, I'm Hollywood. I got money. Now how can I how can oh, I do that? Oh, you rolling that deep? Well, then go. Uh, you can go and set up. Your account, uh, where we do recurring donations out of your account every month, we have different increments. We haven't did the quarterly ones yet. I don't know if we're able to set up that. I remember somebody asked you about that one time. And we take Visa, MasterCard, American Express, deb- debit card. We take anything that uh, PayPal take. Like I said, I still want EBT cards, but I don't think that's going to pass. So, uh, well, okay, all right. I'm, I'm a broke nigga, all right? I lost my job. Obama is failing me. <laughs> the Republicans, they're going to fix the economy by ruining the American dollar and turning it to the peso. But but I still have my internet connection. I would like to be able to do something to show my appreciation for the show and help the show out and help grow the audience. Is there anything I can do on iTunes or something like that that people can read and see my dedication to the show as a fan? Yes, you can leave uh, five-star reviews. We we only read five stars only on the Saturday show. We don't care what you say. Just leave us five stars. 4.99 and a half won't do. It got to be five stars if you want to read. So you'll read anything I say as long as it's five stars? We don't give a damn what it is. Just pay us five stars. So if I call your mother a whore, Mm -hmm. y'all will read that? My mother would be a whore for that second. Wow, that is crazy. Yes. Well, all right, well, what if I want to email the show? I mean, I want to write you guys and tell you how great your show is and tell you about my ratchet life experiences. Can, <laughs> is there a place to do that? Yes, you can email the show at theblackguyswhotips at gmail.com. Okay, well, look, you know I'm literate. I can barely write. I can't read at all. <laughs> so what if I wanted to, like, call the show? Could I talk to you over the phone or something? Can I leave you a phone? Well, you can leave a message. You know, I said before, we black. We don't pick up the phone. Mm -hmm. So you are more than happy to leave us a voicemail at 704-557-0186 and we will play them on the feedback show. But guys, keep try to keep your messages under three minutes or less. We had somebody leave like nine minute messages. We're not playing that. Oh, man. Hey, Gabby, the official official interracial girl of the podcast left like four messages and like two of them were nine minutes and 40 seconds one was like eight and a half and one was six and a half we don't play any messages over three minutes long and definitely don't have time to play like 30 minutes of messages in one night that like the show would be like two hours yeah. with us just playing yeah, you, that you one got the, you got that much to say you can start your own um biracial in, inter, in, biracial <laughs> show right you can hear your voice <laughs> the interracial podcast that show yeah we will support that <laughs> um all right so um <laughs> 
what is the official weapon of the show? The official weapon of the show is the taser. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And, uh, you know, maybe she was just nervous. I don't know. Because, you know, oh, anything can happen. But, yeah. yeah, I checked those messages. I was like, what? Is that a typo? Nine minutes and 40 <laughs> seconds? I don't even have nine minutes and 40 seconds worth of shit to say about the show. Well, I need y'all's help as fans. Um, Alright, man. So, um, let's go ahead and get into the podcast. What do you want to do first? iTunes reviews. We got to thank the people that donated. Did nobody get no money? That's right, Karen. Well, I asked you. That's why I asked you. You the brains around here. I'm just a nigga with a microphone hanging out in the bare bedroom. So, I appreciate that. Um, But yeah, we did get some donations this week because people got paid. Yes, they did. Friday night. It's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month. So, I appreciate my man, Bill. Yes, we do. Mr. Bill, he gave us some money, some dollar bills. Yes, he did. And he left us a message. Yes. Because I can read, Karen. You don't got to point to it. I see the message on the screen. <laughs> and he said, I never know how much to give, but hopefully this is enough for brunch with extra bacon. Of course it is enough. Woo-hoo! And I will sprinkle some with cheese for you. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, he is white. Uh, it doesn't matter how much you guys give. Honestly, no, it doesn't. Man. That's one of the reasons I try not to ever say the amount, man. No, we don't um, care. But we appreciate that generous donation, man. And I, you know, I, if you can give a dollar, you can get uh, fifty cents. I'm not gonna be on here like, yo, man, fuck this dude. He only gave. Nah, man, it doesn't matter. And I don't wanna, you know, this isn't the house of prayer. I'm not gonna be big up in people that give a lot of money. Because it's the same, by the same token, I don't want people to feel, you know, intimidated from giving, no matter what. Yes, because if it was up to us, and if PayPal allowed you to, if there was a slot in every phone, computer, and everybody's stream, where you could just drop your coins and nickels in the slot, and they automatically deposit it. I would go for that. <laughs> right. I don't give a damn how your money gets here. Uh, Ken, or Kenny Wrangle, I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, no, no, no. I take that back. This is actually Raha's time. Okay. They gave us some money. Get off my planet on Twitter. Thank you for the money, baby. I love you. Thank you. And I love Mr. Ink inside me, too. Don't kill me. I just, that's just... And, and also, they have YouTube videos, too, that I check out from time to time. Um, you can go to their uh, Facebook page. I mean, not their Facebook page. Their Twitter accounts. Uh, Get off my planet is hers. And he is Mr. Underscore Ink inside me. Mm-hmm. And um, they put up Twitter. Uh, they put up, like, YouTube videos where they shout out Twitter people and stuff. that want to get shout outs and stuff. And Mr. Ink inside me, I commend you, sir, on your excellent boob juggling skills. He's one of the top, probably one of the top I've seen in the game. He has a natural talent for it. I, I, you know, we can relate. You know, uh, it's a game recognized game, and boo, ah, boo ah, jugglers, we recognize, we recognize the talent. He has the gift. Ah. Um, Patrick, he gave us some money. Thank you very much, Patrick, for your donation. Yes. And he left us a message. He said, "Great show. I always wondered if you had a show after listening to you on the Morning Jones Daily." There is no doubt you'll be on your local or national radio soon. Keep it up. Now, I appreciate that, but I seriously doubt I'll be on anybody's radio because you can't say nigga 27 we, times. We would definitely have to be on satellite. Yeah, and I don't even know if you can say, say it like that. Say that, yes. <laughs> then they have all kinds of white people calling in like, yeah, you were talking about the niggers, and I just wanted to, I'm like, hey, whoa, that's yeah. different. Yes. Calm you down. ain't talking about cheese. Why you calling in, sir? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they would allow us. Yeah, cheese eaters would have to go away. That shit would get... Anyway, um, and Clarence uh, also donated to the show, man. Thank you very much, all the way from Canada. Cause we even take 
That's right. We take Canadian, Canadian money. We'll yes. send your loonies. Yes. Uh, 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 PayPal does the, uh, what is it, the transition from your coins to ours. So we'll yeah. take it. They will do the exchange rate. All right. So. What else you want to do? We got Facebook comments, got uh, iTunes reviews, got all kinds of shit. Emails. What you want to do, Cass? Uh, let's do, uh, since we own it, let's do the comments on the polls. All right, so we're going to our blog, theblackouttips.com, and we're going to check out polls. And we put up a poll for every show. Mm-hmm. Typically, we try to do it about, you know, some issue that maybe we had a disagreement about or the guests disagreed or just something that sounds controversial or a tough stance that we take and then we try to see if people uh you know want to comment on it if they mm-hmm. want to uh, vote in it yes. and uh you know some polls are funny and some are uh, you know serious yes so episode 193 no sympathy without simp s-y-m-p yes uh is uh, an episode that we did and we the, the poll was is a man crying a turn on and the reason I phrase it that way is because I wanted men and women to be able to answer it because uh, you know typically in our society we say men who cry do not that's not sexy women do not like that shit you know you start crying to get some pussy they're like uh uh it's drying up the wet of your eyes <laughs> tears yeah the wet of your eyes dry her vagina gets so um, you know, I wanted to put that question out there because some people were swearing that, you know, there's all this sympathy sex going around and you can cry and be sad and get you some pussy and I don't believe that shit. So, uh, Rashani says, the fact that it worked in Boys in the Hood just shows that deep down, John Singleton is a simp. So, they, he's right. John Singleton did write that shit. Um, oh, and now obviously the results on the poll... Because is, is a man crying to turn on is the topic. The results are, yes, you can cry to get some sex. Or you got to cry to get some sex. 4% of people say yes. yes. Okay. 96% of people agree with me. No. Everyone hates weak men. It's true. And the thing is that there are some things that happen in life. Unless you got like a heart of damn stone, you're going to cry. Crying for pussy is a whole nother thing. First of all, you're not going to get pussy the day you cry anyway. No. My mama died. <laughs> oh, I just want to fuck you right now. No. That's not how it works. No, last time I checked, that is not turn on. Yeah, that's not how it works. So, Are no. you going to be proud while you fuck her? That makes no sense. Yeah. You going to just be crying and shit? What um, the hell? I don't think so. <laughs> this is the best pussy I've ever had. Nigga, do I need to put on a shower cap? All these damn tears. <laughs> who's, who's is this? <laughs> Quit crying on my back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I voted no. This is what Aaron says. Because seriously, have some damn respect for yourself. <laughs> 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 but I bet that it's that is how sympathy sex happens more times than not. Uh... Mr. Bill says, in Korea, they have a saying. Real men only cry three times in their life. One, when they are born. Two, when their mother dies. Three, when they are drafted into the army. So, I guess he was saying, men ain't supposed to be crying. So, of course, they're not getting pussy while they're crying. That's stupid. Um, then, our, our hottest poll of the week. Sure was. Really, uh, Gracious. Yeah, a lot Get of people <laughs> had a lot of shit to say about this. Uh, we talked um, on episode 194 of the Southern Fried Podcast where we had Trojan Scooter on with us and uh, Cyber Soldier. We talked to them and uh, one of the subjects that was brought up, um, I was talking about how a lot of rappers have a bunch of songs about people talking about them behind their backs. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I've said, I believe it's right. I believe they're, they're actually telling the truth. People do talk about them behind their backs because rappers will co-sign you in your face and say how they, oh, no, he's just doing this thing, getting his money. And then they'll get on a track and subliminally talk about you without saying your name yeah. so that they can't be accused of being a hater or whatever. That's right. Um, so I said, should artists call out other artists for being whack? And, uh, you know, specifically referring to hip-hop, you know, that's what we talked about. And I said, yes, you have to have some integrity about yourself. That is the number one option. Or no, it's a business and you might end up losing money. 76% of people are people that I'm proud of and I would kick it with in public. We can have a beer together. Because they said, yes, sometimes you got to call out wackness. It happens. <laughs> For what it is. Yes. And then 24% of people are people I wouldn't trust around my girl. They said, no, it's a business, and you might end up losing money. And I'm like, no, man, fuck that. Your whole, the whole reason you got into that business is supposed to be where you can be yourself. But let's see what the comments said, because there's a shit ton of them. Yes, it is. Michael says, why call out another rapper who is whack? The public knows whom they want to listen to. If I call out a rapper while he's not, will he not make whack records? No. Blame the record company for putting out the garbage. If a rapper calls out another rapper, he may be a little jealous or of the other because he may be selling records. So he's saying, like, if you do call him out, people are going to say, nah, you just mad because that person's selling records. But I was talking about, like, Little B, who actually isn't selling Selling records. records. No, this shit is terrible. So, like, uh, Fonte can't call Lil B whack. Lil B ain't selling more records than Fonte. You know, why go do a song with that nigga? You about to get on another track and but do a bunch of subliminal whack niggas is this and that and the other. <laughs> so why not just be a man about it? Um, it says, nowadays all you need is a catchy hook or a dumbass dance, Dougie, and people will fall for it. I think I got all my periods this time. Okay, Mike, well... <laughs> Mike, if you're going to say um, all you need is a catchy hook or a dumbass dance, I mean... If you're saying that as a negative, then what would be a good solution to stop that? Like, other rappers kind of checking the industry for integrity. That's not, you know, that wouldn't be bad. That would be bad. I remember when rappers used to put that shit in their videos. And I don't mean like violent, I'm going to kill you shit. But like, uh, I remember Third Base calling out Vanilla Ice. Just being like, this shit is corny. And people started going, you know what? Yeah, that shit is corny. Like, there's, what's, what's so bad about that? I, I really, hip-hop is a culture that actually has confrontation in it. Like, you know, some people took it to the extreme, and I'm not saying you need to go out and kill Lil B or, no, or whatever. No, like that, yeah. But I, I don't see anything wrong with dropping a few bars. Like, yeah, this nigga is whack. He's not as good as me. Um, Mudslinger says, stop the hate. None of these none of these rappers stay hot. They all change, and usually for the worse. My favorite rappers pissed on my dreams by selling out. So who cares? Hatred needs to stop hating and go find your own music. It's free out there. Stop whining and support your favorite artist. Plus, in general, rap sucks right now. The blackout tips for life. I disagree on everything that you just said, Mudslinger. Everything. First of all, rap doesn't suck right now. You may have to, uh, you know, go out there and find your own music like you said. But that, you know, that doesn't mean that rap sucks in general. Because actually, there's way more stuff on the net that's free than there is on the radio. So Yeah, and, and the radio actually is limited and it just plays the same songs right. that people request over and over again. And the thing about it is that people change, even you change. 
but uh, that's the thing. A lot of times when people get that first record, I mean, you talked about that's 25, 15, 30 years, so however many years of somebody's life that they've had to prepare for that. Then after that, you got to make it in a shorter period of time so you don't have as much time. And so they are going to change, but it's okay. And I think a lot of people just don't like change in their music. They kind of want to keep artists inside of a box. Yeah, I'm not saying they're selling out. I'm saying that they need to man up. Like, I'm yeah. saying if you're going to talk shit about somebody, fucking say say their name and, call and, them and, out. and don't be bullshitting. Don't be in a, don't write a long-ass blog post, Lupe Fiasco, about how Lil B is so brave. It, it, fucking just you know, and then when this album comes out, just drop it like, oh well, shit, that's my bad. Like, no, nah, come out there and be like, oh yeah, well I was wrong. This nigga is dumb as shit. Um, Tatum says, I think since the Master P days, we as a people have been letting whack rappers and rhymes just blow over because we had some real rap out there, but now we have an overflow of subpar music, which has become the norm. It just needs to be said, Waka, Gucci, Soldier Boy, Little B are horrible. Yes, they are. Muslim, Muslim, and I agree with that. Yeah, I think Master P, I don't, I don't know that Master P was the start of it, but Master P was definitely hugely influenced so, yes. on the dumbing down of rap. And, um, you know, also I think a lot of people, uh, there's something about music that you really can't describe, which is, I just like this shit. And yeah. the, the problem for a lot of people is when they just like something, like say uh, uh, Juvenile uh, 600 Degrees or whatever it was 6,000 Degrees, I don't remember the number exactly but when you like that album you can't just come out and be like yeah that nigga really can't rap I just I really was vibing with it at the time I was a certain age, the beats yeah. go hard and, and, that, and that's how I feel, I, I like a lot of uh, music that I've done by whack rappers I don't like the whole album, I might rock certain songs it don't mean I'm a fan of theirs. I'm not going to call and request they play that bullshit. But it just happens well, to be like, something I like, that I, like. Uh, I like the rapper Noriega. I like his album uh, Nori. N-O-R-E. But I would never tell you that that is good rap or a good no. rapper. And I don't expect people to sit around co-signing him and talking about how he's the greatest. No one's going to write a fucking 12-page blog post about ah, how no Nori ain't. is representing some other shit that he's not representing. No. Everybody just goes, oh, that's Nori. And then they leave it at that. So. Yep, that's how you have to do it sometimes. So Mud Slinger says, I love the phrase we as a people. It makes me think of Frederick Douglass or Al Sharpton. <laughs> Max G says, yes. There hasn't been a good battle since Nas and Jay. Nowadays, rappers rap about the same, the mainstream, skill level. So to them, it's like if, if he sucks, then I suck. That or they are scared they are going to get ripped lyrically and people will think that they suck. Except for Lil Wayne versus Gilly the Kid. Check out Lil Wayne's Problem Solvers and Gilly's uh, Cannon Freestyle. And tell me who you think won. Sadly, a lot of people think Wayne won because of the money he makes. Hip-hop is dying because of his fans supporting garbage rap, which is so sad. Tupac to Gucci Mane, how did this happen? Um, now I think that's disaster I I really don't think hip-hop is garbage anymore. I don't think that uh, it's dying. I think people just go way too far with the generalization of the medium. Um, check out other artists. You know, Kendrick Lamar, Big Crit, Childish Gambino. Um, these aren't dudes that are on your radio. Yeah, on your radio. You. But these are dudes that have heavy uh, influence and heavy, uh, um, you know, net presence and things like that. Yes, they do. And this isn't the days of like 1995 when mostly nerds are on the net. No, your 
Your average person has a Twitter account. Yes, your average person has access to the internet. Most people know, or I, I need to learn how to do it better. Most people know how to go and download and get music for free. And I think the thing about it is what most people don't want to admit, and we have talked about this, when people are young, they think that that music was the best music ever. And as they get older, a lot of people don't have time to dedicate listening to music, so they just claim everything just sucks. Yeah, it's a very complex discussion, but, um, and I'm not even saying Lil Wayne versus Gilly the Kid. I'm not talking about I'm no, promoting no, no. battles. No. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. just be like this nigga is whack. Because listen, if a good artist calls out a whack nigga, the nigga will not come back. It's yeah. kind of like when a, a a dude, it's like, okay, imagine you're in the basketball court, right? Some kid who weighs 90 pounds is in there talking shit to everybody and, you know, just trying to start shit and trying to fight people, right? Mm-hmm. And then some big ass dude walks up to him and punches him in his fucking chest and says, you need to leave everybody the fuck alone. The kid will not come back. That's true. That's what I'm saying. If if, if somebody like uh say Eminem were to call uh somebody like uh Waka Flocka Whack, okay, everybody's gonna go, Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. he's right, Waka don't sit this out. You know, when, yeah. when 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 Eminem says Nick Cannon, you are whack, dog, you need to chill. Everybody says, oh yeah, that's right, Nick Cannon's whack. And immediately, stop fucking listening to Nick Cannon. Yes, sir. Like, he's just a running joke. Yes, he is. You know? I, I even think he knows he's a running joke. Yeah. On the low, Mariah came out with an album since he did start. I'm just saying, yeah. that, like, just, I could get, like, I think we need that more. As opposed to the opposite, which I do see happening, which is rappers who actually put time and effort into their craft. Co-signing rappers who don't, which to me is like, yeah. it's like disrespectful to yourself. And uh, it's like uh, my man uh, Tunji from uh, Filling the Lanes. He, he he brought up on Twitter the H word is like the the N word now. It's worse than the N word, which is hater. Like you can't like people just don't want to be called a hater so bad. You know, like they don't want like if you say anything, if you negative, right? All. Like uh, Mudslinger started off, I believe it was Mudslinger. Uh, Started off saying like, oh man, you know, you just gonna be hating to stop, the hatred needs to stop hating. Well, that's my point. I can't say Lil B is whack without being a hater. He's terrible. Like, so what, you know, so now you've taken them out, out the ability to criticize uh, artistically anybody without me being labeled as some type of overly emotional hater. When really, I, I'm just looking at his art compared to other people who do the art better and saying, this dude's art is shit. But I'm a hater now. I'm not hating to me is like uh, yesterday. People on Twitter were saying uh, Soldier Boy bought a plane, a private jet, okay. and people were hating, saying like, um, you know, hey, he can, how can he, he need to stop spending his money? He gonna end up like him and all that. Now yes. to me, that's hating because you only hating on. You're only talking about what he got yes. with his money, how he spent right. his money. I would say Soldier Boy is just whack. You know what I mean? I'm not hating on him. I'm telling you he's whack. That is a fact. And he can do whatever the hell he wants to with his money, but he's still whack. Him and his money. So Max G says, side note, hood ratchet rappers should never rap battle. Like Young Jeezy versus Waka and Gucci. They hardly make di- made diss records, but mostly made death threats to each other. And Jeezy put a hit out on Gucci Mane. I lost respect for Jeezy on this. You can look at it like this. Two hood niggas in a club, one with expensive Jordans on. One hood rat steps on his shoes and a nigga moment ensues. That's how most of the hood rappers battle turned out. <laughs> Instead of acting like a rapper and rapping, they act like street monkeys and fight each other again. Hip-hop is dying sad face. Yeah, disasturbation. Like, you just... Oh, hip-hop, poor me. Nigga, Jeezy is not the epitome of hip-hop. No. Is that what, is that what the hip... Is that what you was listening to? 
coming up like and, and it's like to me you're like the people who uh 15 20 years ago was saying oh luther campbell is the death of hip-hop you know and then a couple of years later the tag team is the death of hip-hop <laughs> like you know every yes, year they died i'm glad they died every year is a death of hip-hop but true artists stay around they get the longevity you know so while you're doing that man it is a dude out here like kanye west coming into the game and starting his own career and staying around for years. You know, while these other dudes are flashing the pan. Yes, and then on top of that, I feel like a lot of people just don't want to take the time to go find the music. Uh, because it is hard work, but when you find it, you'll love it. I clear you will. It's not even hard. It's not hard. That's what that's what pisses me off. When, people say, oh, it's hard to find good music. It's actually really Really fucking easy. The reason record sales are so low is because everybody does know how to download an album. Like it, if if if, the, if record sales, everybody knows how to go to YouTube. It's not that fucking hard to find good music. And when I mean hard, it's just they being lazy. That's what I mean. Yeah, well, that's not right. That, then it's not hard. They're lazy. That's right. the, that's a different statement. Um, P.S. Jeezy, if you want something done right, do it yourself. You can save our generation from this lizard face looking motherfucker and his alien versus predator looking friend. Um, Montoya says, hell yeah, call him out. I think the part of the reason rap is so on a so-called decline is rappers let other rappers slide with the bullcorn content in the name of rep- respecting the hustle. So he's saying people go, oh, I respect this hustle, so they won't yeah. criticize the, the art. It's almost the same as some dude, if some dude robs me and I applaud his hustle, even though it's obvious that he's a piece of shit. Hold these dudes accountable and the quality will rise. Um, yeah, I, okay, I, I partially agree. It's, the analogy's a little flawed, because it's not like he robbed people. Rob, like, Lil B isn't robbing Talil Kweli. I just think that Talil Kweli thinks it looks cool to say, why don't y'all lay off a soldier boy? You know what I mean? It looks cool to say, Lil B, you know, he's cool with me. I'm, I'm the bigger man. I'm glad he's cool with you, but that shit, he's terrible. You've been killing my ears playing yeah, that Yeah, I'm shit. very open-minded. Anyway, I wrote a song called Little Bars is Little Sucks. And uh, it's, it's not about Lil B, <laughs> just about whack niggas in general. Like, nigga, you know who the whack niggas are. Yeah. Have some fucking balls. Man up and say something to somebody, dude. Um... Uh, Cherie says, um, it, it's out, like this, I've, I've been looking for this line, and I, maybe, you know what, I might put it at the end of the show, but on Big Crits, uh, as small as a giant, I want to say the third vo- verse, he actually calls out, I think it was Soldier Boy, and I can't remember the other dude, but he was like, you know, if these dudes are spitting, you know what I mean, <laughs> then what am I, I must be like a fucking, you know, a monsoon of in this bitch, if you, like if y'all call that shit rap, you know, what am I doing, and, I, and that's, to me, like, that's a very subtle, like, yes, I put your name in this shit, but yeah, I'm better than you, and people should be fucking with me, so, and I, and I like that, man, I like that in my rappers, uh, Sharif says, I'm kind of in the middle, but I voted yes, good job, Sharif. <laughs> An artist can't call out another artist every time they were whack, because that would be one a waste of time, too much focus on another artist instead of improving oneself and letting action speak louder than words. However, I like hearing rappers drop one-liners and rip at others. It's part of the history of hip hop and needs to continue. Still remember how LL came back when cannabis got at him. Yeah, and I agree, man. I think I'm not saying you need this, your sole focus is this, no. but they're doing the exact opposite. They're co-signing whack dudes. Running away or saying, yeah, 
Like, why I try? Like, you don't see, uh, like, Jesse Owens isn't talking about the dude that came in last in the race. No. You know what I mean? Can't give a damn about him. You had. You know? If it was a dude on a motorcycle in the Tour de France, Lance Armstrong wouldn't be like, yeah, man, that's cool. You know? He would be like, fuck that nigga, man. Do it the right way like we do. Um, Mr. Bill says a couple points on this. These guys are entertainers, not the police overseers of what is good or not good. People decide with their wallets. Um, okay, that's, I, I think that I'm not asking them to be the police. They can't stop Little B from making a song, mm-hmm. but I think it's okay for them to say that somebody's whack to their fucking, you know, what, by using their name. Because, they're going to say it anyway, but they're going to put it in code, which is kind of cowardly. It will, Okay, put it like this. It would be like Mr. Bill says this, and then instead of me responding directly back to Mr. Bill and saying, this is how I feel, I just go, man, white dudes sipping on drinks in their pictures that might have donated money to the podcast this week are some of the worst cheese eaters in the world. But anyway, Mr. Bill's kind of cool. You know, I like Mr. Bill. That dude's, you know, he's straight. You know, it's good to see him getting his hustle on and making his paper and, you know, donating to the podcast. But, yeah, I'm tired of people named William that go by Bill (laughs) that are bitch asses. Fuck them, man. They suck. Like, no, that is cowardly, man. Fucking say his name. Don't go back and talk about him because that's why these rappers write these and everybody talking behind my back. Yes, because they are cowards and they are talking behind your back. Um... Second, most of the whack rappers you are mentioning are youth, young artists with young fans. Well, I don't know. Jeezy is kind of old. Yeah, he been around a hot minute. But yeah, yeah, they do have young fans. I agree. How many of us had intelligent shit to say at a young age? How many people over thirty were going to listen anyways? They'll like, they'll likely mature as their fan base matures. Now that's the difference between rap and other art forms. They won't mature as their fan base matures. Most of these dudes will be gone. A rap is utterly uh, replaceable when it, when it comes to these artists. Yes. I, I, like you said, unlike other genres of music, uh, as you get older, that music stays the same and you will continue to love it. But the thing about rap is that for longevity, you've got to be good. If you're not good, you will not be around for the long run. And who are these artists? Like, give me an example, Mr. Bill. Who are these artists that started off completely stupid, juvenile, and negative and ended up with some type of integrity later on. That just does not happen in rap. Like, like Nas didn't start off like that. Jay-Z didn't start off like that. Um, you know, even uh, Lupe didn't start off like that. And I know all, everybody's all on his shit because of uh, things he said in interviews. But musically, he, he didn't start off on some bullshit and then learn to get mature. Mm-hmm. Chuck D didn't start off like that. Uh, even uh, Kanye didn't start off like that. Like, dudes have something to say when they pick up the mic. And then they continue to have more to say as they grow up. I'm talking about motherfuckers that just ain't got shit to say. They will not grow up and mature and their fans aren't going to grow up and mature with them. No. They won't develop this relationship. What will happen is that these dudes will fall off the face of the earth. Yeah, because uh, I don't give a damn about the sidewalks. People not having sidewalks. Yeah, and why the fuck are you... And I'm saying, as an artist... With, like, put it like this. I have never heard Chuck D come out and defend these whack niggas. And he never will. You know what I mean? Like, where's Chuck D's defense of, you know, some of these whack dudes on the mic? Like, yeah, yeah man, He, he you need know. to come out and speak against Flavor Flavor, but that's a whole right. other story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he needs to speak against Flavor. He's yeah. a, it's like, his way of giving back is helping that motherfucker get off crack. <laughs> uh, and the last poll was, who is more picked on, smokers or fat people? Um, and uh, this is a issue that was raised by my man Bo King. 
and uh, Tyler Cole, I think it's Conium, uh, on Twitter, a discussion they were having about smokers being so ostracized or picked on more so the fat people. And so I said, fuck it, let's put it to a poll and find out. 5% of people say smokers are more picked on. 95% of people say fat people are more picked up. And I agree. Yeah, I don't even think it's close. I agree. Uh, Corbin says, this isn't close aside from the lame, above the influence, and true commercial smokers do their thing with little consequence. Fat people are bombarded constantly with the notion that they are insufficient and that beauty is anorexic looking. You cannot turn anything on without seeing some kind of diet, workout, or whatever system to get skinny. I know I'm not the only dude who likes the fat chick in the before pictures better. LOL. And I do too. Um, Max G says, gay people. I know it's not an option, but come on. A lot of times when people think something is stupid, they say it's gay. Or when it's a person, it's a fag. When's the last time you heard someone say, this is so obese? Or, or this is so, or this is so fat? Uh, well, I'll be like, that ass is fat. Anyway, nobody, <laughs> nobody will ever call a skinny guy a bitch-ass fat fuck, but they will call him a Mexican cock-tucking, dildo-swirling, ball-licking, come Dr. Faggot, just saying hugs and kisses. Um, here's the thing, Max G. Ain't nobody ask you that shit. You just vote in the poll, and then you, you give me the comment on that. Uh, you know, more than, more than anything, I've always kind of, uh, on this show said gay people get it bad from everywhere so I, I mean but the poll wasn't about that today so I don't know man that comment's kind of out of left field but you know I agree yeah gay people are getting more picked on than anybody and you know Africans get more picked on than that and some other shit that uh, uh, people that have special needs like come on man this this isn't save the world this is the blackout tips uh, alright so we're done with the polls finally uh, we have iTunes reviews do that. Alright, let's go in there. Um, love the show Five Stars by Boomer4469. You guys make it worth keeping my iPhone. Well, that's that's a big deal because that's like $100 a month. Yes, it is. And, and I turn my son, my son on to you. Keep up the good work and I'm happy to see Black Love. Peace. Thank you. Dang, man. Father to son, mother to son. I don't know. Got people telling their children about us. I hope he's old enough. I hope so, too. Don't be having your baby calling the daycare teacher Ratchet. Right. <laughs> Rod C. in Maryland says, This is ratchetly a ratchetly entertaining podcast. I recently began listening to the Blackout Tips after hearing Rod on the Morning Jones. What I found was thought-provoking, honest conversation and the ceaseless entertainment of laughing at the ratchetness of others, especially the sword ratchetness. This podcast has become a staple of my weekly listening. Keep up the good work. LaShonda says... No, uh, she said, what can I say, question mark, five stars? Well, you said it all with five stars. Mm-hmm. Continue on. No, really, what can I say? I've been listening to this <laughs> couple from the start, and it's been a pleasure to listen to how they've grown more comfortable behind the mic. I enjoy their ability to disagree without being arguably disagreeable. But seriously, their spin on current news, pop culture, and daily challenges of being a happily married couple are a joy to listen to. Keep up the good work. I hope it doesn't sound like a challenge to stay happily married. This is easy to me. <laughs> uh, I don't want dick tonight. Oh, five stars by Asexual Muffin. Ah, great podcast and all that corny mess. I'm really using this to get Rod to say dumb mess. Here it goes. <laughs> Steve Harvey is awesome. Lil B is the Messiah. 
and my dogs are plantation breed. Thanks. Uh, uh. Well, you know, it's just that I respect Lil B's hustle and uh, Steve Harvey. You know, he's out there getting his money, dog. Yes. Yes. Uh. Like, that's another thing. Like, if you really think that people shouldn't call out others, then why the fuck do you listen to our show? Because, like, I will, part of the beauty of this show is I don't get to say that Steve Harvey ain't shit and fuck Tyler Perry. Like, isn't that awesome? Because you're not going to get that from Tom Joyner because he got to sit up there and co sign him and shit. Yeah. Um, all right. How I Got to Y'all by Courtney, Rod and Karen. Not too, man, this is all caps. Is she yelling at us? Rod and Karen! I know, right? Not too long ago, someone broke into my car. When I was working out of town, they took my iPod and some other stuff. Some bum came by and told me and my people he knew where my stuff was. We was drinking and playing cards, so we got pumped up and found a place where the guy was at. Knocked, pushed in. It was him and his girl. Got on the girl, got on the guy, and he came out with all kinds of stuff he took. He gave us a lot of stuff. Then we took off and told the other guy. They went back and took some other stuff. But after all that, it was not even my iPod. Ah! Uh, it had all kinds of crazy stuff on it. Some white stuff. And then you guys. I loved it. Y'all made me cry. <laughs> So thank you. And Rod, if you mess up, I'm going to get Karen. So be ready. Uh, Holy shit. <laughs> you know how we joke about, uh, or if you're listening to this on the iPod that you stole. Yes. That shit happened. <laughs> oh, oh shit. We just be joking. Wow. People do find us through, through missing stolen items. Oh, God. Keep up the good work, hustle man. That is, wow. All right. Well, that's all the iTunes reviews. Um. And, oh yeah, somebody left a comment on one of the shows. Um, another one too. Yeah, animals versus slaves. Uh, the evolved J Steve says, "Damn Peter, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Shut the fuck up. Somebody needs to throw the blood of slaves on them every time they got something to say." <laughs> Just dumb. And Eddie Long, damn, if he takes his church to New York, everything will be okay. And yo, y'all said that y'all ain't stars. I'm like Kanye right now. Y'all are stars in my eyes. You guys saved me from kicking my boss's fucking ass sometimes. Not all the time. So with that being said, wait, so, wait a minute. Now, so does that mean... Sometimes he kicks his boss's ass? No, sometimes he thinks about it. I, I think and he, he just does it? Yes. Okay. Because to make him laugh. Because I, I, like, I now I feel pressure to be funnier to save this nigga from whooping somebody's ass. Yes. Um, so with that being said, keep up the good work and thank you for helping me keep my job. Well, you. well now this, I, you got a joke to say to keep him from uh, beating his boss's ass? <laughs> I, um, uh, two white dudes walking to a bar. And they was eating cheese. And uh, they ordered everything, and they paid for it, and they were very, they left a generous tip. It's hard to make jokes about white people. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we had two comments. They had, they had, they had good credit, and, uh, oh. <laughs> okay, and then, um, episode 194 Southern Fried Podcast, we had two comments. Tatum says, there's a documentary named Zoo about a guy who was banged to death by a horse. Man on horse, love, no bueno. Wow. Mm. Corey says, just listening to the podcast and I wish I worked with any black people. I'm always the fucking freckle no matter where, I, where I'm doing that, what I'm doing at work. 
We had a conference in Oklahoma a couple weeks ago, and out of about 120 people, I was the only nigga in the room. Then we ah. had then we had a golf tournament and out came Tiger Woods fucking jokes. Aww. And why do old white motherfuckers think all niggas listen to Snoop Dogg and speak jive? Cause they do my nizzle for shizzle. Um yeah, I thought you knew. Yeah. You need to step your Snoop D O double Jeezy up, baby. Um, alright, so uh I guess we gotta do emails because there's not much else left to do. Yep. Then we gotta do voicemails, right? Yes, sir. Right, we got a lot of emails, but a lot of them were short, so thank God for that. Uh, Carlton says, hey, Rod and Karen, first of all, I've been listening to the show for a few weeks, and I love the podcast. My white friend just returned from vacation in Europe and crashed on my couch for the night. I asked her about her trip, and she kept raving about the cheese. See? Man, I, for something I made up, this shit is really, really being confirmed <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> This shit is crazy. She's talking about wine too. We got got great wine over there. There were at least three instances of what she said. Oh God, the cheese! Ah, it must have got good to her. I found it hilarious that instead of talking about the things she saw, she talked about cheese instead. Automatically, I thought back of the podcast. Also, Sunday was the first day of gay marriage in New York. I was disappointed that there wasn't a glitter bomb anywhere in sight. My gay roommate decided to spend the day in his room, and I wondered, does that make him a bad gay to not be out celebrating with his people? I know he could have successfully made a glitter bomb, too. So I think he may be slacking and supporting his people. What are your thoughts? Anyway, keep up the good work. So, Ken, what do you think? Should he have been out there get gay in it up? And supporting his people? Yeah. He should have been, but hey, he might have been tired. Yeah, I don't go to the BET Awards, so oh, no, I can't. BET. What can I say? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of black shit that I'd be like, mm, I'll pass. Good for you guys, though. <laughs> like, oh, well, it's Black Bike Week? Mm, mm-hmm. Sounds ratchet. Yes. <laughs> Freak Nick don't have that no more. I definitely pass on that. I'm too old. Yeah, sometimes you need a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of diversity yeah, in the gay maybe, community. Maybe he thought the glitter bars might be on him, so he's like, no, thank you. Yeah, he's like, I'm good. Um, Lynn says, Hi, Rod and Karen. My name is Linda. I am live in Toronto, and I'm a fairly new listener. I stumbled onto your show after I returned from a year-long trip from the motherland in February. Power fist. <laughs> Returning from Africa in Black History Month. It is powerful. Cool. I only wish that I had come across your show sooner as my MP3 player became my trusty companion when rolling blackouts would cut out our power and cause me heat stroke. Wow. Shout out to not having power but still being able to make dinner in the dark. Ghana, I love you. Resourceful people. Anyway, part of the reason I'm writing in, besides my enjoyment of your show, is to tell you about the event that took place on the bus as I was headed home from work. Oh. Throughout this ride, this bus ride, I could hear Rod's voice and Karen's laugh in the background. Side note, Karen, your laugh is brilliant. I think you and my friend Christian uh, should have a laugh off. For reference sakes, his laugh sounds like the counts from Sesame Street. I kid you not. <laughs> so he's like, ha, ha, ha. That'd be great. Two Negroes who tip. One. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyone who's ever taken public transit, uh, TTC, in Toronto will know that any moment some of the most fantastically ratchet things happen. Wow. See, and then she linked us a couple articles about a woman who attacked another passenger while using her child as a weapon. Damn. Also, a bus driver got maced by a passenger who tried to uh, do the 100 meter dash off the bus. 
or there was another story about a bus driver spazzing out on a passenger because he didn't like to uh, the way she asked him a question. Wow. But tonight was special because the stars were aligned and the bus was just right. The temperature, just the right temperature for Masterpiece Theater. Oh. The weather had been mighty hot in Toronto for the past week or so, hovering around or above the 30 degree range, which I'm assuming is Celsius. It better be. I don't know. I'm assuming Celsius. Okay. That said, that makes no sense. That's cold. Yeah, Fahrenheit. That shit, that's freezing. <laughs> yes. So you can only imagine the incredibly thirsty people walking around on the Toronto streets. So a young woman walks really, uh, walks really quickly onto the bus. Kind of like old ladies trying to push you out of the way when they want to get on the bus. Old people's strength is no joke. Mm-hmm. She sits partly covering her face. Of course, I think no, I think nothing of this until a young man equally in haste has come to the back of the bus. I must say, I have witnessed encountered, witnessed slash encountered some very persistent men. Again, if you live in Toronto or you've encountered a freshie, then you'll know what I'm talking about. Anyways, the young women, the young woman is seated, seated on the end row, and the young man is seated two people away from her in the same row. From here, the thirsty Olympics is ready to go. Ah! This guy is leaning forward and turning his head to stare at this woman. Several times, I might add. And when the very parched young man realized his glass was not cool enough, he decided to switch his game up. Like anyone whose drink is too warm, you add what? Ice. Ooh. Unfortunately, he there was he was nowhere as cool to deliver icy cold, refreshing flex. So he picked up his <laughs> cell phone and calls whom I can only assume is an equally dehydrated friend. He begins to speak loudly on his phone, dropping not so subtle, subtle hints. That he might, where he might be the next day. He even goes as far as to announce that he, what stop he will be getting off. Uh, so I guess he's trying to hint to the chick, like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna be at the mall at 3:30 p.m. If anyone is interested, anybody wants to see me at all, I will have money and be looking to date. Uh, at this point, I had fully paused my MP3 player to listen. Again, please keep in mind that while he spoke about five to ten minutes on the phone, he kept turning to stare at the young woman. Still nothing. This woman barely looked his way, so he tries to play it off by bonding with another passenger who happens to be a what? A freshie. Shaking my head, this story has connected into a full circle. If you take anything away from this, it is that there will always be that nosy as hell person on the bus that has no problem writing into their favorite podcast to mock your ineffective bus game. Also, you should listen to the Blackout Tips weekly and ride the bus so that you too can enjoy the internal dialogue voiced by Rod and Karen when you witness something highly suspect. Thanks, guys. In Canadian, you're freaking all awesome. I don't know how to speak Canadian. What? They speak English? Anyway, in Ghanaian <laughs> pigeon slang, you be the force, but the R is silent. So you be the force? Yes. You be the force! <laughs> I don't know. I hope I said that right. Also, damn, this is long. All right. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Lynn. That was that was. We're glad we helped you get got, get through your ride. Um, and then uh, Raha's time, uh, get off my planet. She sent us uh this long email about like a Republican chain letter about how Obama is terrible. But I didn't. It was just to show us the kind of shit that's out there. But I didn't feel like reading it. Um, I, I read it before. Trust me, I have white friends that send me that shit, and I'll be like, "Yep, that's your relative." Um, Steve says, ah. "Hey, Rod and Karen, great show. I found you through listening to the Morning Jones every day. I live in Toronto and never thought I would be listening to two different guys out of North Carolina on my daily two-hour commute to work. You Good think he commutes God. on a bus? He might two hours. I bet he was on the phone. 
pretending to talk to somebody and telling them where he was going to be the next you. day. I bet you they probably ride the same bus, the TTC. Steve is a freshie. When I was when I was growing up, the only thing I knew about North Carolina was WRAL Studios and the Mid Atlantic Wrestling with my man Sweet Ebony Diamond, aka Rocket Johnson, the Rock's father who grew up in Toronto, by the way. Just listen to the just listen to the episode where Justin threw his food at that server's face. This man's ratchetness and general jackassery knows no bounds. Gotta be ah. one of my gotta be one of my favorite guests. Just wanted to remind you that the 2012 Winter Olympics is fast approaching, and the last time I checked, your boy Mark Griffin still hasn't got bullet ball or bullet ball extreme to be included into the games. Oh well, it's probably just a matter of time. You can't hold them back. Nope. One last thing before you get on the Autobots for turning themselves into Volkswagens and shit when they came to Earth. Ah. Remember that Decepticon dude, Reflector? It took three of these motherfuckers to make one lousy camera and the shit wasn't even SLR. It was... Ah. It was one of them old ass cameras that you had to wait for the flashbulb to recharge and take your film roll down the photo mat and wait a week for your pictures. Anyways... As Rob would say, I gotta get back to work later, Steve. Yeah, um, well, if you're gonna bring up him, then you have to bring up Perceptor, who was an Autobot who turned into a fucking microscope. So, wow. Yeah, I know shit like that. Uh, Black Nigga writes in, that is the name that he has on his account. Wow. Nigga, nigga, nigga. You wrong for putting that damn photo up of my got, of that goddamn food. I had to call my mama to make me a good ass plate. Then I called my grandma for some greens because my mama tried to make some out of the fucking can. <laughs> Goddamn, that shit made me cry. But hey, fuck Lil B. That nigga is trash. Kill him. Please. He <laughs> killed me with that BS. So kid, why, 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 why BS there? He said every other ratchet thing that he did. But not BS. No, I don't say the bull. I don't say the BS word. So kill him back. And I went to go look at the old X-Men with my son like I was going to put him up on game. That nigga was halfway through them and knew what was going on telling me shit. And said that all the other ones are lame. This nigga is four years old, grown ass midget. Well, thanks. G2G, stay up. Alright. Thank you, black nigga. Thank you. And it sounds like he was yelling at us because it was all in red. Oh, God. These oh, are God. our fans. Yes. Well, Jesus spoke in red. You think black nigga is Jesus? Might be. <laughs> let he got the same ghostwriter. Let he who is without fucking sin toss the first motherfucking goddamn stone and all that BS. In the name of Jesus. Carl says, top of the morning to you, Karen. Sup, Rod. What's up? I was hurt when I heard episode 194 Southern Fire Podcast and y'all were talking about automotive technicians. Rod, I hate when people call technicians mechanics. Calling a technician a mechanic is like calling a boxer just a puncher. It takes a lot of skills to be a technician. Anyway, some shops have some techs that have a list of female customers who will trade sexual favors for anything from reduced prices to free work. Oh. Mm, that I need to get a hold of this place. I was approached by a few nice looking women that needed help getting my their car fixed. My response with them is, pussy does not pay my bills, but I can reduce the price. I feel you now. I work for Mercedes Benz. Nothing is cheap, and that goes for any luxury or high-end make. Front brake pads for uh, 07 e- E350 with sports package are $486. Without a sports package, $410 total cost. An oil change, $90. 
A service 257, B service 387, and we check over your, your vehicle. The reason why we check items that are not related to your complaint, i.e. checking under the hood for a tire rotation, is to try to upsell and to cover our asses. Now, I think it's more about the upsell, but okay. If you leave and something goes wrong, we have a record that we told you about the potential problem so the customer can't blame or sue the dealership. Um, now, see, I think that's kind of bullshit. I think it's more about the upsell than to cover your asses. Because if I leave your dealership and my fucking engine stops working, then I'm not going to be like, yeah, uh, they didn't tell me that my engine was fucked up when I came in to get my tires like that. I'm not going to sue you for that. I can't. How can I win that case? You'd be amazed. Folks sue over the dumbest shit. They're going to why well, did you tell then, me? Then they were going to sue anyway. Because That's true. if you come up there and say, your engine's fucked up, and they go, my engine wasn't fucked up when I brought my car in here. And then that shit, that person will sue you anyway. Yeah. The average person is just like, okay, I took my shit for tires, but my whatever went out. And I know one thing, BMW, Mercedes, those are the prettiest cars, but them shit is high to maintain. That's why they have to do that five-year warranty and all that shit, because they know most people are not going to buy them. One more thing, work, uh, techs work on a flat rate system, brakes pay one dollar uh, one hour, so if the tech takes five minutes or five hours to finish the job, the customer pays one hour plus parts, that is all ladies and gent, lady and gent. Alright Kate Diggy, I feel you, um, and I will try to remember to call y'all technicians or whatever y'all want to be called, man, because I'm not into discrimination, I'm not trying to make you, uh, you know, look, look bad or whatever, man, I just, you know, didn't know that shit. Um, Jay writes in, I'm listening to your most recent show when you guys were talking about unsolicited advice and just people making comments that they feel entitled to provide. I just have to tell you about a recent encounter with one of those. So I was in Crate and Barrel Furniture Home Goods Store a few weekends ago and they had this cookbook titled Bacon. And on the cover, it, lo- it had the most scrumptious pieces of bacon on it and inside were all sorts of bacon recipes so I purchased it. I was checking out the I was checked out by this old man, probably early to mid sixties, and he looks at the book and proceeds to tell me about how much cholesterol and fat are in bacon, all while reeking of cigarettes. Blake face. I know. Okay, here's the thing. And this is why I'm saying people are assholes the fat people. Now the person at that sells you the book is telling you, Yeah, you know, bacon is fucking terrible. So it's actually in incentivized for him to sell you the book. Yes. Like, and he's going against his own fucking profit motive. Yes, because if you got people like, fuck it, I ain't buying it. Right. If you would have said, you're right, I'm putting this back. You know, like, it's, and then smells of cigarettes already. Tell him, And man. then on top of that, fuck you. Don't you think I know bacon is bad for me? Hell yes. I'm going to eat that shit anyway. Really, old man, you were going to lecture me about cholesterol and fat while you smell like a pack of cigarettes? Mm-hmm. All I said in response was, but bacon is magical. Yes, it is. Conversation over. That cracks me up. I should have said, do you know how much cancer is probably lurking in your lungs and how awful cigarettes make you smell, old man? Ha, 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 ha. Oh, and that, I'll be running my second marathon in a few months, old man. Ha ha ha, I'm, a, I'm a, okay, I'm done now, I love the show. Yes, you, you ought to say, I ought to, she ought to say, I should take your cigarettes and wrap them up in bacon, maybe they taste better. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, man, we need to stick together, man. If you, if you smoking cigarettes and I'm ordering books for bacon, then we probably can kick it. Yes, we can. I think we sound like cool people, not people that should be against each other. Nope. In the bleachers, right, Rod and Karen, what's up? It's early in the morning, I'm finishing up the podcast from Thursday. As always, I enjoy the show. 
Hat tip to you because last night, well, I was on the show with Sherry, Rashani, Jay, Trojan Scooter, Scarfinger, Mark, and Scuba. We talked cartoons. It was a great, it was great, almost therapeutic. Therapeutic, you ask? Yes, because from Wednesday through this moment right now, I have had five total hours of sleep. Oh, wow. Thank you, Chancellor Thorpe, for firing Butch Davis, fucking up all my shit. Between oddly inter- between oddly timed interviews, international phone calls from friends to catch them up, writing, and just a general fuming, I haven't been able to get any shut out. But hey, for all the TV I watch and the blog life that I live, I guess doing some work for a change was ultimately due, right? Blog life problems. <laughs> Tipping. I'm a big tipper. That's part of the reason I get treated so well at the bars I go to. Normal guy gets thrown out of the bar for being loud, taking his shirt off, walking into the kitchen and cooking, breaking beer bottles and, and the like, but I don't. It is because I always take care of the bartender and or the waitress. And see, this is the, this is the kind of shit I'm, I'm saying. You can, you can, like, you can eat with reckless abandon if you tip right. They'll let you do anything. Yeah, as long as you pay. You're helping yourself. You're helping you. Like, if you want to know what it feels like to be white if you're black. Tip. Tip a little extra. Mm-hmm. Then you'd be like, oh, shit, this is what white people go through. Yes. When they, they'll, like, learn your name and shit. They'll override and care. No, to you. Let me what? get to your table. What's up? Oh, oh, table number two. Oh, don't yeah. you like waitress number 12? Excuse me while I kick these uh, non-tippers out of your seat. Um, so, it says, <laughs> I always take care of my bartender waitress. For people that go to bars, you ought to be tipping a dollar a drink if you're buying them one by one. Especially if the bar is crowded. But, that probably sounds expensive. Especially if you drink like me. That's what tabs are for, people. When you start a tab and run it up, you can tip the 20% that's standard. Personally, I tip more, but I also like getting my drinks quickly, not having to wait in lines, not being the guy standing there waving money, wishing the bartender would help me. Y'all non-tippers have fun with that. Lines are for losers. Yes, sir. Rod, I'm with you on people who make bad or unhealthy decisions got to stick together. I love my scold. With this whole Bush Davis fiasco, I've leaned heavily on tobacco enhancement and Mountain Dew. Oh. Burned through five cans in three days, which is a recent record, although my all-time high is in three days is seven. So I've got work to do. While skinny people give fat people unsolicited advice and non-smokers do the same to smokers, there aren't a lot of people who stop me and say dipping is bad. Well, Mike, you also are a big-ass black dude. Um, honestly, <laughs> there, are, there are only two demographics that get in my shit. One, hot girls who find it gross to kiss a guy after dipping and unattractive chicks from up north. That's it. For the hot girls, they always compromise their values. Dip has never stopped me from getting all the chicks I needed. As for unattractive women to reference the podcast, I would never date them. I tell them that. Uh, Good for you. Nah, I mean, who cares? You want, Of course you would never date an ugly chick. You ain't got to tell them. They'll know. He just, <laughs> the only reason he's saying it is to get them back for talking bad about his cold. Michael, that stuff is bad for you, and ugh, it is nasty, says gross Yankee chick who moved down here and is hating on my southern life. Yeah, well, we aren't going to date, ever, so I'm good. Oh, actually, you know what? I support this. You're right, Mike. Somebody talks shit to you, you can't say it back. That's different. I spits on the floor near her, says Michael while taking another swig of bourbon, probably with no shirt on. Ha, 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 you know he is. Oh, to wrap this up, moths, they're not dumb. The reason they fly, they are dumb, Mike. I shouldn't even read the rest of this, but I will let you try to explain why moths are smart. The reason they fly in the lights and die is the same reason bats fly in the trees, crowds, and poles. When high pitch and heavy sound wave activity is present in the recent whales and dolphins swim to submarines and other sonar devices. 
humans provide outside catalysts and disrupt the animal natural navigation systems. And for moths, that means flying into a burning hot light and burning to death. <laughs> so how come? Ain't they seen all their friends die? Come on, why, so they, why, you gotta be smarter than this. And why isn't it every bird and or every bug? Owls are nocturnal. You don't see the motherfuckers flying in the porch lights. No. No, man. Moths are fucking retards. Learn something new every day. Well, I didn't learn shit that except you will make up anything to defend the moths. <laughs> That's the only thing I learned. <laughs> you can watch the Discovery documentary. I don't believe this bullshit. And bats, if you like have a rock concert, you don't look in the air and see nothing but bats flying around because they can't. No, man. That's not how it works. No. What kind of shit is that? What kind of shit is that? Uh, thanks for letting me drink. I'm going to finish this bourbon and water I just made. Yes, it's 8 a.m. Can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. But seriously, football season is a month away. That means tailgating all day booze fest and the most football of football moments. When your shirt has a mixture of beer, sweat, dip spit, bourbon, and grease from the fried turkey or barbecue on it. That's what tailgating's all about. So he's going to have a shirt on? Wow, I gotta, guess he needs something to catch up with his feels. Gotta train. Love the show. Peace out, Cub Scouts. All right, Mike. Blackberry. Yeah, thank you, Blackberry. Ruben wrote a short when he says, "Where is the Animal Underground Railroad so I can snitch?" Ah, ah. In honor of the, in honor of my ancestors, I'm gonna kick a dog today. Fuck Peter. And for the people wondering what the Peter comments are about, it's a. Uh, Peter wants to have a dis- what well, they're going to have a museum display in September in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. to uh, about how slavery and animal uh, rights in America are like the same thing. So uh, Titus says, "What up, Rod and Karen?" Question mark. What's up? Thanks for the opportunity to come on the show. I had a great time shaking my head at Peter for saying dogs are the same as slaves. Has a dog ever picked cotton? Also, if my lady loves watching Snap. The, should I keep my eyes open like CBS? Might want to. All hail the Nap Queen and Sir Ratchet Peace. Well, Karen likes watching Snap too. The key is to watch Snap together. Yes. And then you have to say stuff like, baby, you know I would never do something as crazy as that. That man messed up. You know, you gotta do shit like that. Alright, voicemails is all we have left. Oh, we didn't have anything on the Facebook page? Oh shit, yeah. Oh man. Um We didn't have a lot on the Facebook page. Um Couple people sent us links to articles. Um, uh, we made it to number one on Podomatic, and actually we're number one again today. Woo-hoo! So you listen to the number one comedy podcast on Podomatic. Thank you guys. Keep supporting the show, and for those thieves out there, keep stealing those phones. Yeah, and uh, let's see. We had Gabrielle wrote in a few comments. Not sure. You may have this in your area, but one of my favorite dishes is super crispy, yummy, fried, firm ta- ta- tofu. Oh, not silken, extra firm, tossed in the sweet, spicy, heavenly sauce. I often just order side, that side by itself. I don't think we have that. Mm-hmm. It is great protein source and super yummy. Firm fried tofu is the way to go, or the way to get introduced to, uh, to tofu. She's listening to episode 192. She said, yes, chicken fried rice was kind of racist or stereotypical, but to be fair, shrimp or chicken fried rice and beef and broccoli seem to be the most daring that some peeps will try. Personally, I am all up in the sesame beef or Mongolian chow mein or chicken with eggplant. I love the more authentic dishes from all different cultures. Hence, this is why I'm the token biracial gal. Uh, and she says, how can someone like me actually find a simp? First thing you need to do is go to a Drake concert. Find all the dudes there. They, they, they. Now most of them will be gay, but you might find you find a straight one. You found them. 
sure i have found simps who would cry on my shoulder about other chicks and they gave me a high five and a friendly hug but that was about it well that's not a simp at all a simp would be trying to fuck and you don't want to fuck him so you got to change the dynamic first of all if you're looking for a simp you can't find one because a simp is automatically a dude you don't want yeah like he can't be simping if you want him back you know you just need to find a good man where oh where can i get a simp who will actually have a little bit of compassion for me now you sound like a simp come on man <laughs> man up gabrielle <laughs> uh thomas Ibble says 12 hours at the hospital with the wife so our twins can be born yesterday what to do four episodes of the blackout tips oh yeah son cool. oh man that's cool man wonder what he named the twins and you named Rod and Karen. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Didn't give a boy and a girl. Yeah. Uh, that would be nice, though. But his wife be like, who is Rod and Karen? Nobody in our family has these names. Willow Fortune posted a, a YouTube video. Who is Tyrone Lewis? You guys can click on that. Eric posted that Bishop Eddie Long thing that we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a couple people asking when was the podcast going to be out because I went out and ate chicken wings after the show last time. <laughs> uh, on, on episode 195, Animals Are the New Slaves, Isaiah says, I was shaving while listening to this. I almost lost my mustache laughing so much. Keep up the good work. <laughs> so we got niggas not fighting their balls, almost cutting out their mustaches. So, thank you guys. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap up real quick and go to the e- uh, voicemails. Yes, sir. Yo, what up? It's B9 Black from my 48th. I know I ain't called in a minute. And I told you you have to finish the shit I was going to call this week. What up, Karen? So, What's up, out. dog? Fat people versus smokers. Really? Really smokers? You wish you were fat? Fuck out of here, man. I ain't never had a group of fat people congregate around me <laughs> because I'm fat. Like, it's never been cool. <laughs> look at people, man, look at people who smoke at your job. It congregate. It congregate around each other all day. It's like a private smokers club. You can only get in if you could get on campus. Like, it's, come on. I'm, I'm just, I don't understand that shit. Who, who really believes that? When has it ever been cool to be fat? Even Rick Ross smokes weed so we can forget to be fat until his titties fall out. Like, it's the only time we remember. <laughs> this can't don't fuck with bad dudes, cool. I don't fuck with chicks. We got hood rat pictures. Yeah, it's called love butter, though. I'm just saying. Like, come on. And if you look at that picture hard enough, yo, you, you can't find a cigarette in there. There is a cigarette in there, so she is part of the club. And the other thing I wanted to talk about, oh, y'all did a survey on... I talked about a survey with tipping and black people to the left or something like that. And I go, why do people do these surveys? I want to know who is funding these surveys. That might be some interesting information, but at the same time, I think it's some other, I'm tired of seeing bullshit surveys. You know what I'm saying? Like a small group of people, there's a hundred and some white people, eight hundred and some black people. Okay, sir, obviously your funding was not used correctly. Can we, can we get that straight if you don't give us a real survey? That's just, that's just my, that was only my complaint. I think whatever they said on it, I really didn't care because I was still lost to doing a survey on who was tipping instead of doing a survey on how many kids is graduating from high school and not coming from five years later. Like, I think that's a survey we need to find out, you know. And, of course, the last thing is this, should rappers judge rappers? So, yeah, I went to the page and I looked at what they were saying and I want to shoot myself. First of all, it's a trick question. You asked a trick question. Rod played y'all. Y'all are stupid. If the fucking question is yes, you have to have some integrity about yourself. Some of you answered no. 
So guess what? You just told on yourself. A bunch of you niggas have no integrity about yourself. Way to go. You are smart as a motherfucker. What the hell? Who's right like in the question? And then the opening comment is from one man, Michael. Michael, I don't even know you. But what you put up is, why call out another rapper who is whack? The public knows who they want to listen to. If I call out a rapper, will he not make whack records? Blame the record company for putting out the garbage? No, sir. Blame the rapper for making the garbage. Record companies sell what they can sell. If the shit is popular, they're going to sell it. Because they are a business. They're about making money. But if you have rappers that have no integrity with fans, Ride for cool people and rappers that probably smoke, which makes them extra cool. Yeah, we want to keep making this whack ass music. Come on, man. Like, y'all even gotta think out the box. If you have any integrity for yourself, you won't want to sit and listen to this bullshit. But you wouldn't even want to co sign for it. Like, get a song I'm listening to that I know are whack. And I would go, yeah, this shit is horrible. For some reason, though, I like listening to it. And don't be sitting here talking about rappers don't need to call out other rappers. That's like if you was at your job and somebody was doing bullshit work but getting paid more than you. You, you just gonna sit there and get paid less than them because you don't want to call out some dude who's living his life the way he's living but y'all working the same job, right? He making everybody look bad, but you ain't gonna say shit. Right? You gonna ride for yourself in that company after that? Man, come on. Anyway, get some integrity. Yo, real talk, and I'm out. I'm in the studio right now. I'm sure to show that he is pinning greatness. And uh, hopefully y'all can hear it for himself. Peace out. Oh. <laughs> Alright, Brandon. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, that's the thing. I'm saying I'm not even gonna go as far as to say, well, this dude's making more money than you, so you gotta call him out. I'm just saying, what's wrong with calling him out? That's actually what hip hop was founded on. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really see anything wrong. And, and yeah, he's right. That's why I said the people that said yes, we can have a beer. The people that said no, y'all niggas ain't got no integrity. Of course, you can't hang out with me. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't trust you. Uh, all right, adjective J left a message. Yo, what is up, Rodden Karen? Oh. Hey, it's Ashley J. Just calling in to check in with you guys. I haven't called into the show for a while, so uh, I actually have a lot I want to say. I'm going to try to squeeze it all in three minutes. Or well, actually, I'm just going to drop stuff and just say some things. So, first of all, uh, I was listening to the Country Fried episode. By the way, hilarious episode. Man, I, I think Kevin was really funny, uh, and I've always thought he was really funny. Like, he said some of the bar none funniest uh, stuff. On Twitter and on Google Plus, also like listening to the show, and of course, I think Charles Scooter is funny. He's been on my show, and it's cool hearing him on other shows too, making the podcast circuit. Um, I was thinking about how you were talking about the idea about people um, essentially being like segregated at work, and like I, I'll say this: like I've been in that situation where like you know the segregation happens, and uh, obviously I, I may tend to end up. Uh, I don't personally care. I actually you know hang out with whoever. But I've actually been in a situation where I was surrounded, you know, by mostly white people, and I'm sitting around talking to them, and then the other black people come into the room, and, and then suddenly I feel like I should not be bothering white people. And I had that moment where, like, I saw something like an Uncle Tom, and I started thinking, well, yeah, I see properly, but I'm still pretty black, and I look at my skin. And, and I was wondering if you guys have been in that situation where, uh, you know, you just kind of you start feeling like, you know, I guess it was maybe the reverse of what Rod was saying, how, you know, he didn't want... Uh, people thinking he was promoting segregation, and I didn't want people thinking I was promoting integration, even though I, I totally am for that. Uh, <laughs> also, my, uh, my other thing is, like, Rob, you know, um, like, maybe for some reason, I've been getting this whole, uh, you know, I guess, talk of my voice sounding sexy, and I don't think my voice sounds sexy, and I know that you have said yourself that you don't think that you have a quote-unquote sexy voice. Uh, is it weird when someone tells you that it is to you, too? Like, it's really weird. 
weird for me. And um, yeah, I don't know what it is that, that made people think that I think my voice sounds terrible and I hate hearing it. And um, I, I just, I don't, I don't get why people are saying that. But hey, I was just wondering if that's weird to either you or Ken. Anyway, great show, guys, as usual. Um, you guys are inspirational. And um, if you don't watch it, like I said, it feels weird now. Like, I, I swear I'm not being fake. You really are inspirational, but it sounds fake when I say it like that. <laughs> anyway, no, you guys are great. And I guess I'll catch y'all later. Peace. 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 Thank um, you, Adjective J. Yeah, I have found myself in a situation where I was like, uh, I would be the only black person in something, and other black people come in, and I'll be like, I wonder if they think I'm over here just, you know, selling out, because I'm not. I'm uh, still being myself. I'm being myself wherever I'm at, so. But normally that's not a big concern, because, you know, if you're hanging out in the room with only white people, it's very rare that you see some black people, so. Yes, they don't talk about that. <laughs> a lot of times, they'll go out your way to be sure that there's no issues and no problems, because one time me and Roger had went out to eat to this restaurant, I think they gave him the wrong steak, and we said, hey, you gave us the wrong steak. Man, he cut food. Would you like us to make you another one? We can do this, we can do that. We was like, nah, we'll just take the steak at a cheaper price. He was, he was at the manager over there, and the manager was like, hey, hey, is everything okay? Everything all right? We'll get your free dessert. Yeah, it was crazy. Yes. But um, and then the last uh, and of course, thank you for saying we're inspirational, man. Yes. You know we appreciate that. Um, and uh, what was the other thing you said? It was uh, integration. Oh God, now I got met. I lost my train sexy of thought. Voice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a sexy voice, so I don't even get that. I like um, I think um, I, it might have been M Denise Trotter that said one time that she liked my voice or something, but. I don't know why. I, don't, I, I really can't imagine me saying anything that would turn somebody on. Like, I got a good 401k, girl. That's about it. Yes, honey. My credit score is 850. Come right. on over here. I can't picture it. Take it off. Like, I'm not... I don't have a Barry White in me. Uh, yeah, very few people uh, I know that I would actually say have sexy voices. People do have sexy voices in my opinion. Though. I just... I don't... I, but that's the other thing. I don't even know what a sexy voice really is because, like... I've never heard somebody and went, oh, she sounds sexy. A lot of yeah. times, when I hear chicks, uh, I'm like, I still need to see you. Yeah. Like, my yeah. dick does not get hard because of your voice. I'm sorry. Yeah. And most of the time, for uh, dudes, they don't really get into that voice thing. I don't know. It might be more of a woman No, thing. dude. I've seen a lot of dudes do it. I've seen okay. women do it. I've seen everybody. I just don't have it, whatever it is. It's not... It's not their fault. I'm the I'm the weird one. I'm the I, most people will be like, yes, I've heard of a lot of sexy women, but like I don't know. Maybe I need to listen to more women or something. Hey, Rye, Karen, it's, uh, Terrence Brown, Terrence Brown fifty six on Twitter, and I uh, just wanted to say what's up. Drop a line or two and comment on uh, episode one ninety four of the Southern Southern Fried Podcast. And one thing I found fascinating is about that uh, that bestiality story from Kentucky. And uh, your issue with it is that the other twenty states uh, have a statute, don't have a, a don't have a, a, a law on the books about bestiality. If anything, those states are okay. It's these other thirty fucking states that are fucking ratchet as hell, <laughs> so out of control that you had to fucking put a law on the books that is out of hand. So uh, that was the only thing I really wanted to comment on. Love the show as always, and you guys have a good day. Peace. <laughs> hey, well, you know, uh, there's another way to look at that too. The I think it like once it becomes an issue in the other thirty states, you then should, the twenty states that don't have a law on the book, you should go ahead, and go ahead, and pass that shit, dog. Because now all y'all, they gonna do is flock to your state. Yeah, now y'all are the bestiality promised land. 
They trying to, they really trying to sneak them up, up, up laugh, uh, up north, man. All right, man. Well, that's been it all for the, for the day, anyway. Yes, and I was reading. Uh, Larry said that he uh, found out that chicks with sexy voices are usually unattractive. So he find himself going after the raspy voice women, and he should know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause Sose got a raspy voice, and uh, I seen her picture. She looked good, dog. Anyway, <laughs> um, tomorrow's show will actually be doing uh, taking a road trip and Yay. doing a couple of performing and some audio yeah, plays. It's going to be really special. It might be an actual long show, but it's going to be With special. Shadow Doll Productions, yeah. we're going to have a ton of guests, I think. We might have like eight people on the mic at one time. This is going to be oh, fucking insane. I don't know how we're going to record it. And it's going to be fun. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to taking the road trip. And, um, you know, the show okay. might have to get up a little later than usual. But you guys will be able to get to it eventually. Um, we'll take care of that. So the black guy who tips is going to be traveling on the road? Yeah, we're taking the show on the road, Karen. And um, hopefully you guys... Um, you know, enjoy it. And, uh, you know, make sure you go to theblackoutist.com. Make sure you're donating uh, to the show. Join our forums. Leave comments and vote in the polls. Um, we really appreciate the people who do that. Uh, leave us five-star reviews on iTunes. Favorite our show on Pot- on Pot- um, Favorite our show on Stitcher Radio. Uh, join our Facebook group. Tell your friends about it so they can get in there too, man. Because um, we really appreciate it. And it's your support that keeps the show going. And the reason that I recorded an hour and 20 minutes this morning, apparently. So, <laughs> until tomorrow, I love you. You too. See, I was made in my father's image, and they belittle my deeds. Their lustful convictions pledge allegiance to the almighty power and greed. See, seeds born withered parents steal children and listen to their ways. Some preachers, false prophets, educated pigeon droppers using our sins to get paid. Slaves, give them freedom, but give them dope. Take away the leaders, because that gives them hope. Sell them dreams of changing things like they were never kings and queens before. As small as a giant. Small as giant, I'm still wide. Hand on the sword, good lord, I need time. Watch for the sun, needles blocking our shine. And like my kind, reason for rhyme. I'ma find Zion, free my soul. Repent for all the things I've done till my eye glow. When the boat man come and pay at my toe, outside the gates of heaven, pray to God I'm chosen. Small as giant. But it was kind of dark, not too soft, and that hard, drenched with love from my mother. Connected to a struggle till she cut me loose. Now what shall I do? It was also easy looking how they. They treat me ever since she pushed me through, now put me back in. Stop these contractions. Water breaking all damn, I know it's about to happen. Failed the fence, no picket fence, a dream to turn. Bitten liquor, chilling with my niggas, wishes and herb. Vision noticeness, hopelessness, thrown on my shoulders. God won't give you more than you can handle. Carry these boulders. Give it all I got until I get older. Couple medals on my sleeve, cause life made me a soldier. Reminisce on how it was way back when. But some things are better off way back then. As small as a giant, a promise so divided. Poverty ain't surprising So long as we song sunk over Lord's campfires Cosmos was cool, but television is a lie Some reason I relate to survival Fresh Prince with no upper field The causes that I knew never stayed where we live Couldn't play with those kids While they was reading books We was playing cops and crooks While they was writing essays I was writing hooks, mama I be that nigga on TV Cause people like Bow Wow and Soldier Boy make it look easy No pun intended Hoping they get offended I'm throwing up if these niggas bitten Didn't write it but recited 
feeling like puppets on strings. Put little as a pins and put my blood line as a king. Knight and shining armor for this rap shit. I slash quick towards a man's feet. Leaving gases on these industry bastards. They can't see what is real. Don't know how I feel. They weren't raised where I live. It's small and it's I'm still riding. Hand on the sword. Good Lord, I need time. Watch for the sun. Need a block and I shine. And like my kind. Reason for rhyme. I'ma find Zion. Free my soul. Repent for all the things I've done to my eye glow. When the boat man come and play at my toe. Outside the gates of heaven, pray to God I'm chose. The small rise and shine. No time for sleep. Thinking about eating. Leaving this place long gone. I get no service on this earth. I need to phone home. Did too much dirt to talk to God. Yo, what up? Yo, what up? Oh, turn your internet down, dog. Turn your internet down. We're gonna get feedback. Hello? Hey, Yo, hey, how hey you doing? Who is this? it worked. <laughs> Who is this? Margaret. Hey, hey Margaret, Margaret, how you how doing? I'm good. Oh, shop. How you doing, baby? <laughs> Look, we're like here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, Margaret, we appreciate you listening to the show and stuff. Um, you have anything you want to comment on from this week? Of shows that we did about PETA and all kinds of shit. Well, okay. PETA, I think that every time PETA have a rally, we should have a southern style barbecue with the roasting whole pigs, eating all kinds of pork. <laughs> I think it'd be so funny. And like we either like we do chicken, we kill it live. You know how they do overseas, like pluck the feathers and everything. <laughs> well, it does sound delicious, and I think the only way to teach these animals to get in their place is by eating them. You know, yes. so um, I, I think I think you I think you're onto something, uh, Margaret. Yes. Do you now? Do you go by Margaret or Denise? Because I always see M Denise Trotter. Like, what's up with that? Um, Denise says my middle name. I go by Margaret, but then I'm well, some people call me Denise because I go by M Denise Trotter, and then other places. If you're on my Tumblr, some people call me Denny King. So, have fun uh, everywhere. Well, we appreciate you calling in and helping the, uh, yeah. the show out, man. And, uh, you know, continue to spread the word. And uh, I, I'm going to take you up on that. Every time Peter does something, I'm going to do something ratchet back. I, I really am. I, people think I'm joking. I'm really considering driving up to D.C. and eating that chicken sandwich in the lobby of that museum. I'm down with I go with you too. We, we have our chicken sandwiches. We have our pork ribs. Pork <laughs> all the bacon in the world. The chocolate cover bacon that we talked about. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> we <laughs> we eat. Eat. <laughs> all right, Denise. Thank all right, dude. Hey, then welcome to the Blackout Tips. Uh, what's up? What's happening, man? Yo, what up, man? Larry. What's going on? Chilling, aka the simp say, man. Well, what you got on your mind right now, dog? Ain't too much, man. You know, I, I was just listening to the Peter TikTok, and you know, Peter's like that, that. That group could always just go too far. You know what I mean? It's like it's like that, like that homeboy that like he'll make a good valid point, and you be with him up to that point, he's like, you he, he there, you there? It's like, yeah, man. You know, um. The, the NFL has to be teams. Like, yeah, yeah, I see you going with that. And then he's like, yeah, we can cut it down to like four. I'm like, huh? <laughs> 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 I mean, you had me. You had me on to the two teams, right? I think we can cut down four and it would go too far. Yeah, Peter's like, you can just go too far. I mean, I like animals, you know what I mean? I, I, I like, you know, dogs. I ain't mean, only fuck with cats and like, get cats out of here. But, um, you know what I mean? Go on, man, man, that nature. But I'm gonna eat me a hamburger. 
I'm definitely on the run, you know, that divine swine is going down. How do you go life without swine? Oh, my Lord. Thank God I'm not Muslim, dog. That's like the worst. It's like, uh, it's like, it's like, uh, the, like, the Peter is like the dude that, you know, you're like, yeah, man, that was a bad call at the court, man. You know, that, he really, he shouldn't have called that foul. That was fucked up. You're like, yeah, man, we can't believe you called that bullshit foul. But then he wants to go get the car and go to the trunk. Yeah, yeah, I can stop. You probably said that. You don't want to get the best little happy situation. Come on, chill. It's not great. It went wrong. So, yeah, you got niggas like, I got something for this movie. Yeah. Like, what? And it really happens in real life. That's the sad thing. Like, stuff like that escalates to that level. It's like when Chris Rock was saying, you know, you don't kill nobody because they stepped on your comb. It's like, come on. Like, that was bad. I don't get me wrong. I'm upset with that. Come on. Yeah, yeah I agree, man. I. Like I, I and the thing is, man, like nobody's for the unethical treatment of animals. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like nobody is like how no one ever brought you a chicken. You was like, did you make sure it suffered before I ate this? Because <laughs> you know. So I, I mean, it's like they're arguing against nobody, and then they just they go too far to the point where they don't even want you to eat an animal. But anyway, right. man, um, thanks for calling in, Larry. We about to wrap it up. Oh, Thank appreciate you. the support, man. Peace. All right. Hi, welcome to ta- tipping it up. What's going on? <laughs> hey, this is Sobo. I was just in the chat room. If y'all got a second, I want to talk about that friggin' Peter joint because I'm up here in DC. Okay, okay yeah, yes, talk about it. Yes, Speak yes, on it. We want to hear. That is the most like disrespectful thing ever. I was listening to the podcast. I haven't heard anything about it. So we're hearing y'all guys talk about it. If I definitely want to ride up here, dude, I'm with you. I will eat chicken, chitlins. <laughs> I mean, I'll bring all the gravy out. That's the most. <laughs> I was just so heated over that, dude. And the thing is, um, it doesn't start till September, which is why I think you know maybe people aren't talking about it yet because yes, it's kind of early. Right. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yes, we might need to go the fuck up yeah, there. Cause could you imagine the black guy who tips? Uh, I think well, we probably had we didn't watch this, so we in Virginia. We probably have Phenom and Chris and all us get together. Yeah, we can do it up. You know, we that gets fish, so we have fish fry. You know, <laughs> that gets so we put out the pigs. Yo, know, we, we would do everybody. A can, up. We, yes, we, meat coats, leather boots. What? Straight up. Cause you know how they could do like protests, like and say like an abortion rally. You have one side of the street and it's like, oh, kill the babies, and then the other side, like, don't kill the babies. Like, but we could just coon it up, dude. Yeah, yes. I, I just want to have like oh a cookout. Gosh, yes, we just, <laughs> we just do a big ass cookout. Oh my gosh, we got to get Chris involved. This would be great. Oh. Yeah, first Baptist fish fry, man. Let me see if we can organize something. We could come out there with some styrofoam white boxes and shit. It just have people lined up, man. Yes, and we would, we would be the chitlin circuit for real. We bring your own chitlin out. We don't cook the chitlin, but we would just have a big ass chitlin circle on the other side of Peter. They're like, damn, exactly. what? What's this stinking on out here? Them chitlins, you want some? <laughs> we can have poopy spray right come down there with their pit bulls, cocaine and heroin, and just like <laughs> yes, uh, do it. Let's do it. Up. Like, oh right, yeah, we dog, it. we dog fighting after the cookout anywhere, Peter. <laughs> we cock fighting after the cookout yeah. anyway. How much? Te- how much? Uh, how much uh, tickets to this? Event? Yes, be like, yes, this chicken wing, this chicken leg I had came off of a chicken that I just killed. Would you like some? <laughs> exactly, dude. and that's so many like it's the white folks up here that get so offended by that. But hey, we we still do it, man. Like if any time y'all want to roll up here, man, we can organize and you know get a couple of hotel rooms, <laughs> lined up with folks. 
And y'all, the racial makeup of DC is so black. I just don't know why you do this. Yes. <sighs> Under the blackest. But no, it's actually, it's, it's, the complexity of the town is definitely brightening up though, man. Cause, mm. like, cause I, I'm actually right now in Falls Church, Virginia, and I still go to church in DC. And it's driving by, you see white people where there was never white folks before, be like, what? There's white people coming out of Yum's carry out and shit? <laughs> and like, they said, yeah, seriously, like, you see them like walking by all the liquor stores and, and spots and I'm like, dude, there was no white people here like 10 years ago so i mean it's, it, it'll, it'll still be kind of a clash but i mean mm. still black folks we still gotta ride out for this thing it's still i think they feel too safe now because they got all them anti-gun laws like once they hemmed up, give, yeah. they were, it's like the niggas don't even got guns, guns no, no more. more. Just stay on this side of the line. But you know what? They find out they can use swords and knives. Them shit gonna get banned. <laughs> so, you you have one of them cut a congressman. That shit will be banned tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. No, that's what you should do. Come up with some classic katanas, dude. You see a couple congressmen around my, they'll have some, some laws on the books by that evening. <laughs> Straight up. Well, thank you, thank you for calling thank in, so glow. Thank you, guys. Love the show, and I, I keep on spreading the word about y'all. We appreciate thank you. it. All right, y'all have a good one. Bye, bye, babe. Yo, blackout tip. What's up? You, you. Oh, what's up, Brandon? What's up? Hey, turn your internet down, dog. Here, I turned it off. Yeah, just turned it off. Oh, that's what's up, man. Hey, I thought your message was very important about the whole the rap shit, man. I'm, I'm not saying that they should be envious of the money involved, but Definitely, if you're gonna be rapping all the time about integrity and whack niggas need to stop and how you the greatest, why don't you call a nigga out or two? Is all I'm saying. All I'm, all I'm saying is, look, like you said, in the beginning of rap, that's what it was about. It was about calling people out. It was like, yo, that's whack. I'm better. Check it out. And proving it. Like somebody asked me what was the difference between like hip hop now, hip hop back then. I was like, well, back then when you was break dancing and shit, if you suck. People told you you suck. Even though they made that movie, Beat Street or whichever one it was where they couldn't break dance and shit, <laughs> you know, people would tell you, hey man, you're just not as good. Oprah's about to come in here and shut it down. And that's what he needs to get back to. And I don't, the whole hip hop sucks. Okay, man, yeah. And smoking kills and, you know, <laughs> fire and yeah, oh, thank you, sir. You just, yeah. I mean, I would even. You're not an anomaly for that. I would even take it back to the, to the original days of hip hop, man. Like, the original days of hip hop was DJs trying to have parties and they would hire MCs to promote the party. So when you see these MCs that back in the days being like, nobody rocks a party like me and don't go to that party because that's whack and that, like, that's where the whole battle started from. And it wasn't a violent thing. It wasn't a, you know, people keep saying, well, you talking about hating on people and, you know, the last time people gonna, people gonna get violent. I'm not even promoting. I'm just saying it's okay to say this nigga is whack. What is so bad about that shit? I don't think there's anything bad about it. I don't think, and I'm just one of those people, right? Obviously. I'm just, and, and you are too. I'm just one of those people that I'm passing sometimes. But I'm gonna tell you if the shit is garbage too. You ask me about some shit, I'm gonna tell you. And people sensitive. That's the problem. Niggas, and you know rap is sensitive as fuck. So, like, niggas don't want to go, oh, Little B is whack. Because then they don't want Little B's fans going, well, you know what, you whack too, nigga. You know, because they sensitive. Oh, now people don't like you. That's a good point. I wonder how much Twitter plays into that shit, too. Because, like, one thing I learned from Twitter is that these motherfuckers aren't just sensitive. But they are like overly sensitive to the point yes. where a couple of comments can get to a person and have them like freaking out all over their timeline. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how much like 
a Twitter presence of Little B plays into a guy like Fonte thinking that I should do a song with him and I shouldn't. I'm not going to diss him. I'm going to say I, I definitely love this dude and, you know, he's hustling and uh, he got the young fans and all that shit. I wonder how much that plays into it. True. I, I think Twitter plays a lot into how people connect with artists. Like, you see some of the most just nut-hugging dudes on Twitter I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's, it's disgusting. Like, it is, it is flat out. It's like, oh my God, did you see this picture? Like, Lil Wayne has a dick in his mouth right now. And they just, oh man, that ain't a real dick, you know what I'm saying? I thought that nigga might have been thirsty. What the fuck up, what? Are you serious? Man, that nigga still made the card too, though. You can't take that away from him. Okay, okay, okay nigga. Like, okay. Really? And you will never want to meet some of these people in real life. Like, I look at Twitter sometimes, and I just be like, word. But you know me, I'm the dude with the afro, so obviously I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know, I'm I'm the nigga that grows afros. <laughs> so obviously I don't have no motherfucking sense. So let me just shut the hell up. That's what the hate train has started. Like, people, and, and you see you see people that, that don't have any problem saying one thing is whack, but then if you say something is whack that they like, you're a hater. And that's why the term hater is so skewed and fucked up. Because it, it doesn't have, there's no definitive definition for what a hater is. Because anytime a person just does not agree or like anything you say, they can just call you a hater. If they don't have anything to say back. If they don't have a rebuttal, the best rebuttal in the world for an idiot now is hater. Yeah, I agree, man. Thanks for calling in, man. Thank you, Brandon. All right, y'all. Great show. Peace.